product. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobbenmeyer. Hey, man, oh, man, oh, man, uh, my my heart's beating faster. It's amazing. Uh, You know how you know when you're called to do something? Because everything that you do is focused around it. I was up up early again this morning. I'm not complaining. Uh, My my sleep patterns are go to bed early, get up early. And I was up early this morning, and, uh, man, Holy Spirit's all, all over me. Stop a minute, folks. There ain't nothing special about me. I don't want anybody to ever misconstrue that I think that I have a pipeline to the Holy Spirit. Okay, I do. You do too. Some of you don't know how to access it. That's that's the only thing. And I, I just want you to know that when I come down that those multi-million dollars uh, into this multi-million dollar studio, down those escalators uh, like uh, Donald Trump has, that million dollar escalator over there, I want you to know that... Uh, the Holy Spirit is so real, so real. And it's not that there's anything special about what I do. It's just a gift. It's a, it's a gift. The Lord's given me a gift of communication and motivation. And I think maybe the ability, I think some of my football coaching experience, uh, analytics, right? Analyze what the opponent's doing. Hey, well, how are they getting away with that? What are they doing now? What are they doing? And it'd be often, oftentimes after a football game, I think I've told you this before, Win or lose, I'd go back and I'd watch the film, and I'd watch the film not only of our team, but I would watch the film of their team. And I would say, how did they do that? How were they able to make that happen against that look? And so I I would break it down. Oh, and then I would steal from them that. Because there's nothing new under the sun. Every play that you see run on TV, somebody else has, has run that at some point. And we steal from each other, right? And so that's what I try to do here, analyze analyze this whole idea of if we understood how deep and dark Satan and his team are. The Bible tells us that we're not to be ignorant of his devices. If we understood just those two things and ask ourselves every morning, every day, every hour, every step of your walk in your life, ask yourself this, what is the enemy trying to do? Right here, right now, against me or through me. What's he trying to do? Trying to deceive me? What's he, what's going on? And I, I, you know, the, the older I've gotten, the, the more I realize of how much crap I believe that isn't true. And I think if there's a if there's a theme to this show, in fact, I got an email from somebody this morning. God bless you. I won't say who it is. Doesn't matter. Text message, and really encouraged me. And it said, Coach, thanks for taking on those subjects. Nobody else will take on. And that's really what we do here, isn't it? That's really what we do. And I have to tell you, I don't always know the truth, but I'm digging for it. And I want you to know that I was up this morning putting stuff together to bring it to you so that I can lay it on the table so you can chew it up and spit it out or chew it up and swallow it, whatever you want to. But I want to believe the truth. 
I don't, I don't want, I don't want to believe it because Pastor Billy Bob told me or the Pope told me. I want to believe the truth. I don't want to believe something because some Masonic guy 150 years ago wrote that in there, and that's been become a tradition, traditions of men. Jesus said, you teach his commandments, the doctrines of men, making the word of none effect. And I'm telling you, we've got a lot of doctrines of men that we're learning. And I'm here every day trying to find the truth, tear those things down, because I want to walk in the truth. I promised Mel she could get in here today. I got so much stuff. And Mel, I, I made a note to myself. I really don't even know why I promised you to come in today. So floor is open. Come on in, Mel. Oh, that's okay. Coach, you said that you wanted to take a little bit more time on this because I kind of rushed through it yesterday. So yeah. um, I'm just going to kind of go through it a little bit slower. If you want to cut me off at any point, you know, feel free. But Spencer, if you could go to the libertyactionnetwork.com. We are doers of the word here. We're doers. This is not just a program, okay? If we, if we don't take what we get here and propel it into action, then we might as well go sit on a stump in Fredonia, as my dad used to say. If all you do is just eat the information and we don't do anything with the information, we're no better than 80% of the people sit on that button church. Go ahead, Mel. Yeah, the Liberty Action Network is where doers connect. So my role, you know, coach has a role, I have a role. My role is to kind of bring together actions that then and share them so that we can do them together. So I can't make the actions happen. All I can do is facilitate it by providing, you know, a plan. So Spencer, if you could scroll down just a little bit, please, and go click into that first one. All authority is given to us to save the children. So as you go there, I mean, it's always been about the children. We, we have a, it's, it's well, I, I've never seen a country. Mel, hang on. I've never yeah. seen a country that valued its offspring less than us. I, I'm, we send them into, we send them into Luciferian schools. We dress them like demons and send them out to collect candy. We allow them to be aborted. We allow them to be trafficked. We allow them to be lied to. We allow them to be abused. We allow them to go into children's services program that isn't children's services. And why is it that we hate our offspring? What is going on? Well, I know what it is. Seed of the serpent, seed of the woman. The devil wants our seed. Go ahead, Mel. That's exactly right. Keep scrolling. You got it. Spencer, yeah. So, I mean, it's always been about the children. Um, you know, we're we're keenly aware of it in Ohio right now because we have this Luciferian denom, denom, <laughs> demon, excuse me, issue one coming up that you know is going to make abortion easy. You know, it's 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 going to it's going to destroy parental rights. So, I mean, you know, the enemy is you know just keep doing what the enemy does. But anyway, you know, God has already won, and so we have to get the right mindset. And, um, you know, walk in the authority that we have. So if you go down to that first section, you know, we're just, again, we're pulling people together. I'm kind of go from big to little. So across the nation and around the world, you can make these decrees and declarations. So, um, Spencer, if you want to click on that just for a second, this on the first page, it describes the, the 12 cities that we went to with Randy. But if you keep going down into the document, these are amazing um, declarations. Go to the next page, please. May I, you, mean, you mean to tell me people who are watching on, on uh, the Patriot News Network 
could take these declarations and they could go outside of their courthouse and they could declare these outside their courthouse. They could go out to at the, uh, the Masonic Lodge and declare these. They could go to their church and declare. Just individual people could get one of their friends and they could go do this, Mel. Is that what you're telling me? Absolutely. This is all wow. about the kingdom. It's about the kingdom. So, you know, and we're, we're fortunate to have, you know, really strong team players in, in this network um, and on your in your ministry and and so anyway it's right here you just click it you print it and you go so thank you spencer if you can get back into the action for me okay so that's something that anybody can do anywhere not just in this country but around the world so as we get down into it now we're getting into the state level battleground states and ohio for whatever reason has always been a battleground state and you know, no, no time more than right now with this awful issue one that was pushed through in michigan we know they're going to cheat but you know what, we, we can take our authority. So go ahead and um, if you want to know about the information about the bill, you can click on that first box, but, um, yeah, and then just scroll Hang down. On a second, Mel. Hang yeah. on a second, Mel. What's the website, Spencer? What is the website, Spencer? Because I hear people out there, where is this? What's, where do I click? What What is it, Spencer? The Liberty Action Network. The Liberty Action Network dot com um, now folks listen to me you can these are plans that you can execute right where if you live in cornfield nebraska you can do this all right every one of these things are designed so that the individual can do these things now we would like it be able to do it collectively but if you want to you live out there where they're just now cutting the corn out in nebraska well yes you can Go do this at your local Masonic temple, at your local courthouse, at your local. Yes, you can do this. It doesn't take a whole lot of people. It just takes a unified agreement with the body to do it. Go ahead, Mel. That's great. The next one is um, staking resources. So often, you know, we use the Bible's example of, you know, putting markers down and, and claiming ground and territory for the kingdom. So the intercessors for America um, came up with the idea, you know, since we're sticking these, you know, vote no on issue one signs everywhere, why not, you know, view those as a stake? So that's an idea. You can also use regular stakes, but, you know, this is again, you know, staking, um, you know, it's, you know, against this, you know, um, you know, d destruction of the children. So if you want to click on that, that's a piece from Active Faith, kind of explains a little bit about staking. If you've never heard of that, kind of you know, takes you step by step of what Staking, that is. Folks, that's you all go about. take a stake and you put a stake into the ground with some scripture and you pray over it. And you stake the four corners of your property, the four corners of your church, the four corners of the cemetery and claim it for the cause of Christ. This is so easy. You can do it. You don't need anybody to hold your hand. Go ahead, Mel. Thank you, coach. Scroll down a little bit more, Spencer, if you would. And then um, Randy Lunsford actually, you know, helped to come up with this idea, and that is pick four. We don't have very much time left, but there are 88 counties in Ohio. If 22 people got together and picked four counties, we could go and stake the Board of Elections. Just, do we you have know, those 22 I, people yet, Mel? Do we we do not. We do not. We don't have any. Well, no, Jeff Klein contacted me. He's doing Knox County. So, um, okay. you know, this is something that's on the table. We can do this. My email's there. Contact me. We could get together one day and get this knocked out in a day. Because the election's coming up when? we got a week? About Tuesday. a week from today. Yeah, right? yeah. next a week Tuesday. Today. Let's put some more. Uh, two minutes, Mel. Let's put some more thought into this, get this organized, and let's get this done. 
And then the question has always been, where is the church? Um, you know, so local actions, you know, where is the church, local actions, you know, I, you know, I welcome your input. If you have actions that you want me to share to the group, feel free, you know, but you are, you know, the most effective thing that you can do is to start locally. So um, that's what the action is. And um, Spencer, if you want to go to the events tab, there are two things that are happening. One thing tonight at Neil Peterson's church at Harvest <clears throat> Revival Center is a night of freedom. It's going to be an all night prayer vigil and deliverance. I'm actually going. So, um, and then um, this Saturday, I don't know if Jeff Klein's um, on, online, but um, he could talk a little bit about what he's planning for Saturday. He's going to be, you know, doing church on the square, and then they're going to actually go over to the Board of Elections and do some declaring and staking and things there. Jeff, that's your cue. What are you guys, what are you guys doing, Jeff? Thanks, Mel. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to be on the square Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock till 3. So I figure we'll do about an hour. There with the PA system on the square, and then I'm taking everybody. We're marching over just about two blocks to the Board of Elections office. And, Jeff, you had some new people join you last week, right? We didn't – our group didn't really show up, but new people did, right? Yeah, I was there. I pulled up, and you know how it is. Once in a while, you just like – everybody fades away. We've been strong up there for, I think, eight Saturdays, seven or eight Saturdays. So I show up and I, I'm the only one there. I'm just about ready to leave. I thought there ain't nobody here. And I looked and seen all my God hating Democrat friends. So I just got out there with one of my vote no signs and stood with them. Got to hang with them for a while and share Jesus with them, just telling they're lost. And then about two, I stuck around for an hour. So about 2.15, here come a group of people. And I asked the kid, he was carrying a vote no sign. I thought he stole my sign. They said, buddy, did you just steal my sign? He said, no, we're coming up here to do a little rally, some Nazarene college students and some others against this issue. So I asked him, I said, do you have a permit? And he's like, well, no. I said, do you have a sound amplification? He said, no. I said, I do. So I said, do you want me to pull my PA out? They're like, yeah. So I was there with them from 2.30 to 5 o'clock. We had about 16 or 18 Christians showed up. New Christians. Yeah. New ones. Yeah, it's just people from in town and three or four Nazarene college students. So now they're recruiting this week. They were excited. So I explained to them what we're going to do. And I explained some stuff to them about the serpent mounds and the guide stones and what we need to do as Christians. And they bought it. Hook, line, sinker. They were ready. So I told them we're going to go over and stake that property and pray against this evil nonsense going on with this abortion issue. And they're going to get a hold of some pastors, churches, other college students. So I put out a text message Sunday morning to 35 people of our group, people around here locally. So we're going to try and turn them out and see what happens. All right, Jeff, I got I got a roll here. Okay, folks, Saturday, I, I'm going to be in I'm going to be in Royston, Georgia. I won't be able to be there, but let's let's pack that thing out. We are building momentum. Thanks, Jeff, for for all that you're doing there, man. And tonight's Jeff's church in the garage. For those of you who are interested, maybe not interested, I'm going to be there tonight. So if you want to come and join us at the Church of Garage, starts at what time, Jeff? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, Church in the Garage. Going to be good. Going to be good. Cool. Man, look at that. 15 minutes gone. i I got some stuff I want to dig into. I know you guys got stuff that you want to dig into. Uh, I, I, I tell you this always. I tell you the same thing. I'm on a pursuit of the truth. I'm going to bring stuff to the table that it might offend you. You might say, coach, I've believed that my whole life. 
How dare you, coach? How dare you? Well, I'm after the truth. And the older I get and the more research I do, the more I become convinced of how much they have lied to us. I don't know how many of you got the opportunity to watch my Brighteon show yesterday. It was, wow, was it a keeper, 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 keeper. And it's posted. And I'm probably, if the Lord lets me, I'm going to run through some of that stuff here today too as well, okay? Eye-opening stuff. See, the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, evil spirits in high places. Now, I just want to call time out right there. What does that mean to you? We wrestle not. Is it an individual war? Is it just an individual wrestling that's going on? Or is it broader than that? And is there really an assault and attack on truth? Are, are we aware that there's an attack on truth? Do we understand the lies that we've been told? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll do it, Lord. Pull up Justin Martyr. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I've searched all day yesterday trying to find the verification of this. Justin Martyr. Justin Martyr. He lived 90, 150 AD. And Justin Martyr said, Jesus Christ is king of Israel. Christians are the Israeli Israelite race. I'm going to read it again. Uh, this was uh, 90 AD. This was at the very beginning. And this guy had not been, he had not read John Darby, as far as I know. And he said, Jesus Christ is king of Israel. Christians are the Israelite race. Okay, you can throw that off of there. Because well, I'm tired, I'm tired of the lies, tired of the lies. And so I've become convinced that that we remember, I, I talked about it last week. I think it was last week in, in the commentary that evil men have crept in unawares and changed the truth of God into a lie. Now I'm going to call time out right there. If you were an evil man and you crept in unawares, let's ask ourselves a couple questions. Where would you creep in? And for what purpose would you creep in? And how would you creep in? And what would be the fruit of you having crept in unawares? What would it look like? And at what point would you stop your agenda? Or would you recruit others? Would you bring others into the fold? Would you spread your mess? If you were an evil man creeping in unaware who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than me. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I don't know what I would do. I got to show you something else that's going to make you mad. Pull up. Uh, oh, that'll make him mad. Did I send that to you? Pull up the Catholic Sabbath. Pull that up for me. You have that, Spencer? I might, I might as well step on all the toes today. Might as well step on all your toes. Do you have that one, Spencer, or do I need to send that to you? Okay, hang on. It's coming to you right now. I don't know why you don't have it. Huh? I, I don't know why you don't. Okay, it's coming to you right now, okay? Folks, uh, I love y'all. Sunday's the first day of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week. It's not Sabbath. It's the first day of the week. And what happened? How did all the sudden, at what point, where, when, as we dig back through history, did we decide that Saturday was, uh, Sunday was the Sabbath? Well, this is uh, two minutes and 48 seconds from some Vince, Vincent G. Morton, 
uh, actor, whatever that means, Los Angeles, dressed in the Ro Rhodes of Bishop of the Roman Catholic Church. Go ahead, play it. They lied to us, folks. They lied to us. Which is the Sabbath day? Answer, Saturday is the Sabbath day. Question, why do we observe Sunday instead of Saturday? Answer, we observe Sunday instead of Saturday because the Catholic Church in the Council of Laodicea, A.D. 336, transferred the solemnity from Saturday to Sunday. Peter Geierman, The Converts Catechism of Catholic Doctrine, 2nd edition, 1910, page 50. There is no such law in the Bible. It is a law of the Holy Catholic Church alone. The Bible says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The Catholic Church says, No, by my divine power I abolish the Sabbath day and command you to keep holy the first day of the week. And lo, the entire civilized world bows down in a reverent obedience to the command of the Holy Catholic Church. T. Enright, CSSR, in a lecture at Hartford, Kansas, February 18, 1884. The Catholic Church for over 1,000 years before the existence of a Protestant, by virtue of her divine mission, changed the day from Saturday to Sunday. The Catholic Mirror, September 23rd, 1893. For instance, the institution of Sunday. What right has any other church to keep this day? You answer by virtue of the third commandment. The papacy changed the fourth commandment and called it the third, which says, Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. But Sunday is not the Sabbath. Any schoolboy knows that Sunday is the first day of the week. I have repeatedly offered $1,000 to anyone who will prove by the Bible alone that Sunday is the day we are bound to keep, and no one has called for the money. It was the Holy Catholic Church that changed the day of rest from Saturday, the seventh day, to Sunday, the first day of the week. T. Enright, CSSR, in a lecture delivered in 
I'm I'm questioning the fact that evil men have crept in unaware and to change the truth of God into a lie and worship us through the creature more than God. That's what I'm saying, right? No, that's what mm. I'm saying. Baal worship, right? Can man change God's words? Angie, that's a great question. Can they? Well, we did. We did. We did. Oh man, I got I got so much stuff I want to get into today. George wants to say something. Gene wants to say something. Myra wants to say something. And I ain't even got started yet. Keep on going, Coach. I will. Okay, Joe. I'm going to keep thanks. going. Thanks. I know y'all got good stuff you want to say. I know y'all do. But I got to, I got some stuff I got to hit you with. Okay, so yesterday on my Brideon show, I'm going, to, I'm going to do a kind of a quick little rerun of it, a part of it here. Uh, friends, we have to ask ourselves this question. And here's really what it's coming down to. Is the United States government, whatever that thing is in Washington, D.C., is it in control of Americans or is it in control of some foreign entity, Luciferians, whatever you want to? Can you anybody explain to me why anyone, anyone, why those in Washington, D.C. will not do the will of the people? Can anybody explain that to me? What percentage of American people do you think would like to see the border closed? Hmm. What percentage of American people? Anyway, I could go on and on and on. And why are the people in Washington D.C. so non-responsive to us? I'm going to show you some stuff here this morning. Okay. Oh, what? wait a minute. I got I got to do this because I'm going to forget. Spencer, pull up the Wizard of Oz. Pull uh, pull up the Wizard of Oz. I said, folks, step. Bear with me a second. Are you looking at me? Our government is under the control of Lucifer and Luciferians. Amen. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? The government in Washington, D.C. Did anybody see what Jan Psaki said? The bigoted comments that she made about our new speaker of the House. Did anybody see that? Um, maybe I can dig that, dig that thing up. See, the only people that you're allowed to legally discriminate against are Bible-believing Christians. Bible-believing Christians. And why, why is it? Oh, I know why it is. Because the American people have taken their hands off of government. We don't get involved with politics, right? So therefore, the Luciferians come in unopposed. This is really good. Put this at 1.5 speed. I always knew this, but never really saw this before. What the Wizard of Oz really means. Let me stop you a second. Let me stop a second. The yellow brick road is gold. Oz ounces. What? Oh, 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 are you kidding me? Remember, the Luciferians always have to tell us what to do. Sit back, 1.5 speed, and suck this baby in. Go ahead. What it really means. This appears to be a message to expose the banking cartel in America, and to let the people know that they have the power to liquidate them, and get back to Kansas, the real land and republic. Put it at 1.2. I don't care how long it takes. It's worth the hearing it. The Wizard of Oz, written by L. Frank Baum, is not just a mere story. What is Oz a symbol for? Ounces. What is measured in ounces? Gold. What is the yellow brick road? Bricks or ingot bars of gold. The character known as the Straw Man represents that fictitious, all caps, legal fiction, a person the federal US government created with the same spelling as your birth name. Remember what the Straw Man wanted from the Wizard of Oz? A brain? No juristic person, legal fiction, paper corporation has a brain because he or she has no breath of life. 
What did the straw man get in place of a brain? A certificate, a birth certificate for a new legal creation. He was proud of his new legal status, and all the other legalisms he was granted. Now he becomes the epitome of the brainless sack of straw who was given a certificate in place of a grain of common sense. Now, what about the tin man? Does taxpayer identification number, T-I-N, bring anything to mind? The poor tin man just stood there, mindlessly doing his work until his body, literally seized up and stopped functioning. He worked himself to death, because he had no heart or soul. He's a heartless and emotionless creature, robotically carrying out his daily task as though he were already dead. He's the ox pulling the plow and the mule toiling under the yoke. These days, his taskmasters just oil him nightly with beer, and place him in front of a hypnotic television, until his very existence no longer has any meaning or value. His masters keep him cold on the outside, and heartless on the inside, in order to control any emotion or feeling that might arise. The cowardly lion, was always too frightened to stand up for himself. Of course, he was a bully and a big mouth when it came to picking on those smaller than him. Have you ever noticed how bullies are really the biggest cowards? They act as though they have great courage but, in reality, have none at all. They roar, but with no teeth of authority to back them up. When push came to shove, the cowardly lion always buckled, and whimpered when anyone of any size or stature challenged him. He wanted courage from the Grand Wizard, so he was awarded a medal of official recognition. Now, although remaining a coward, his official status allowed him to be a bully, but with officially recognized authority, and not at all unlike the attorneys, who hide behind the courts. What about the trip through the field of poppies? Did you notice how this had no narcotic effect on the straw man who had no brain, or the tin man with no heart or soul? They weren't real people, so drugs could not influence them. The Wizard of Oz was written at the turn of the century, so how could the author have known America was going to be drugged? The Crown has been playing the drug cartel game for centuries. Just look up the history of Hong Kong and the Opium Wars. The Crown already had valuable experience conquering all of China with drugs, so why not the rest of the world? What was the Emerald City? The Federal Reserve System. Who finally exposed Wizard for what he really was. Toto, the cute and somewhat annoying little dog. Toto means in total, or all together in Latin. What was it that the witch wanted after she alleged that the little dog had bitten her? Toto. Or everything. Notice how Toto was not scared of the great wizard's theatrics, yet he was so small in size, compared to the wizard, that no one seemed to notice him. The smoke, flames and holographic images of Oz were designed to frighten people into doing as the great wizard commanded. But Toto simply padded over, started barking until others paid attention to him and came to see what the barking was about. Who was behind the curtain? Just an ordinary person controlling the levers that created the illusion of the great wizard's power and authority. When Toto pulled back the curtain and completely exposed him, the charade was at an end. The veil hiding the corporate legal fiction and its false courts was removed. The wizard's game was up, and what was he after all? A con man, a fraud. We can see, in this tale, just how loud the bark from a little dog, can be. Most of us remain silent and wait to be given whatever food and recognition, if any by our legal masters. Let us not forget those flying monkeys, what perfect mythical creatures to represent the Bar Association attorneys, who attack and control the little people for the great crown wizard, the powerful and grand bankers of Oz. How, finally, was the evil witch destroyed? Pure, clean water? Liquidation. 
How did Dorothy finally get home? She simply clicked her heels. She always had the power, and so do we. What would it take to expose the wizard for what he is? We each need only a brain, a heart and soul, and courage. Then, and perhaps of the greatest importance, we need to learn how to work together. Only by working together, can we have the freedom, that was given to us all, under the law of God. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Follow the yellow brick road. Pay no attention to the man behind the Wow, huh? Wow. And so that's what this great awakening is all about. The red shoes, uh, Janine put in there, and I've, I've heard that to be true. At one point were silver, but they changed them to red because of Rome. Huh? Oh, Pay no attention to the man behind the Well, who are the men behind the curtain? Hey, Chad wants me to keep going. I have this, I have this strong desire to w- want to bring people in because I don't like monologues because I think we learn a lot when we, when we got, but I got, I got some more stuff I got to dump on you. Can I do, can wait, bear with me? Let me, can I dump something else on you? I just got to do it. Okay. Uh, hey, Spence, if you could, but let me, I'm sorry, folks, looking at my computer here. Hey, Spencer, pull up for me. Uh, well, we know Psalm 2. I'm not going to take you there. Why the heathen raise? People imagine a vain thing, right? The war the war that's going on, what the war's gone on, and the, the heathen have taken control. Now, how long are they going to remain in control? Well, Psalm 2 says that the Lord's going to break their band. It's, hap- it's happening right now. It's happening in front of us. Pull up for me. Um, oh, my goodness. Pull up A, apotheosis. I'm sorry, this is kind of a rerun from yesterday, but it's important because I know you guys didn't know this. Do you know that in Washington, D.C., when you walk into the Capitol and you look up, Alan Zeifer was all over this a couple of years ago, by the way. You look up the, uh, at the dome, it's called the Apotheosis. It's painted up on the, on, the, uh, on the rotunda of the Capitol. You walk in. What is an apotheosis? So you go to, the, go to Webster's Dictionary, you look up apotheosis, and it is what? A deification. What? They caught an apotheosis. We caught the apotheosis. And it's a consecration, the act of placing a prince or other distinguished person among the heathen deities. This honor was often bestowed on illustrious men in Rome and followed by the erection of temples and institutions of sacrifices to that new deity. How many of you knew that the apotheosis in Washington, D.C., pull that up, numbers, is it C? Pull up numbers, pull up C. How many of you knew that the apotheosis, in, right there it is, that's the, that's the rotund. How many of you knew that this was the coronation of George Washington as God? Did you guys know that? Apotheosis, that's what it is. And you look all these different things there. Did you know what they were? Are, do we have a Christian government or have they lied to us? George Washington was a, a 33rd degree Masons. Were the Masons at the foundation of what's going on? Now, hang on a second. Hang on. Be, I, I got to get this out. Go to B. Bring up B real quickly for me. You go to Washington, D.C. You have the strangest things in Washington, D.C. Right? Okay. Hidden symbols in plain sight in Washington, D.C. By the way, Masonic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you, devil. I hear you, devil. Number one, the Washington Monument is a satanic obelisk. 
Show it. There's, scroll down there, Spencer. There it is. I'm not going to read it to you. I'll put it in the link. You can go look at it, y'all. The Washington Monument is a satanic obelisk. And by the way, I was wandering through the graveyard the other day. I really was. I was wandering through the graveyard. Do you have any idea how many obelisks there are in the graveyard? Amen. Alex symbols, right? And they make a they make a monument to George Washington, who they were deifying in the apotheosis, which I'm going to get to it here in a second. And they make his monument a phallic symbol. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. The rotunda of the Capitol building shows George Washington becoming a god. I'm going to go to there in a second. Go on. Most of you didn't even know about the apotheosis. Go on. The Pentagon is a satanic symbol of infinity. Didn't you always think that's an odd way they built that thing? That's odd. What if the government in Washington, D.C. isn't really our government? The goddess of Isis sits above the Capitol building. Pull it up there. Pull it up. There she is. She sits on top of the Capitol. Goddess Isis. Next one. Go to the next one. Say, oh, my God, Coach. There's a Masonic temple right near the White House, which, by the way, well, I shouldn't say it. We, uh, we've had others visit that place. Several important buildings resemble Greek designs. Wow, really? The streets of Washington, D.C., Form a Templar cross. Did you know this? You know any of this? Huh? Oh my goodness. Go to the next one. Their streets form a pentagram with the White House at its apex. Wow, 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 wow. Are you kidding me? Did you ever ask yourself why all these odd symbols and all these odd things? And did you ever ask yourself why when you showed up at Washington, D.C. on January 6th, they wanted to throw you in jail because you are not part of them? Boom. Huh? Are we going to wake up and understand this or not, friends? Are we? Are we? Huh? Are we? And they're taking, look, they are taking your money and my money through taxation and they're giving it away to other countries and they are bankrupting the United States. Why? Why? Because they want a new world order and it ain't the new world order king that we want. We have no king but Jesus. All the Masons, they got another one. They got, they got another king. Are you with me? Anybody tracking with me? Okay, go back to the apotheosis then. Give me about five more minutes and then I'll open it up and we'll, we'll run here. No, yeah, okay. So here, are you ready? Are you ready? So stay right there, Matt Spence. I'm sorry. That just looks like a bunch of pictures, right? Somebody, somebody drew that in 1885, I think it was. Somebody did this drawing, put a lot of time in it. Well, what's, what is that? That's just a conglomeration of a bunch of people up there, isn't it? Huh? Well, let's scroll down and see what's up. What what's in the? By the way, every president, every president who dies lies in state under the apotheosis. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? You want to know what those one, two, three, four, five, six things are up there? Well, the first one is war. With armed freedom and an eagle defeating tyranny and kingly power. Click on that one. Click on war. Click on war. So there's the first segment of it. Again, you got all these figures up there. We don't know what's going on. So this is honoring war. This part of the drawing is on. Notice George Washington sitting up there at the top with his knife and the angels blowing the horn around him, right? Go back to the next one. I'm, I'm hurrying through. I'll put it in the chat. And then science. Now look, look, look. With Minerva. Minerva? 
Well, she's a pagan goddess, isn't she? Hey, Willis, wasn't she a pagan goddess? Science with Minerva teaching Benjamin Frank on Robert Fulton and Samuel Morse. Click on Minerva. Well, there she is. See her standing there with her scepter, talking to Franklin and all those guys. Demonic instructions being given to the Leo. Really? A pagan symbol? Okay, go back. I'm hurrying through. I'm hurrying through. Then Marine. Well, there's Nept. What? Neptune? Who's Neptune? Was he a founding father? Was he one of the disciples? Somebody help me out here. Neptune holding his trident. And Venus is there with him, right? Neptune and Venus together holding the transatlantic cable, which was being laid at the time the Firesco was painted. Go, let's see it. Let's see. Wow. There's Neptune and Venus. The founding fathers, right? We know them, right? Uh, these people were, uh, maybe you've never seen them in the book of Acts, but they, these people, were, uh, Neptune was in, was it, he was a disciple. Wasn't he one of the, wasn't he one of the disciples? Huh. Well, then there's commerce with Mercury, the, the apostle Mercury. The Apostle Mercury holding a bag of money to Robert Morris, financier of the American Revolution. Go ahead, pull, pull him up, old Mercury holding the money. Huh? Oh, yeah. He's holding all the, he's holding the bag of money there. He's in control of everything with his bag of money. Are you guys tracking with me here? Huh? Are you tracking with me? Let's go back one more. These are the, by the, these are the saints of the American government, folks. These, Coach, I don't know if you know, to draw a point between the peak of the gods. That's a triangle. Yeah, Gary, I oh, it's so deep, man. Uh, so mecha mechanics with Vulcan, the, the apostle Vulcan. He was a disciple of uh, uh, the apostle. Was, was, was it Vulcan? Uh, one of the apostles of, uh, hmm. well, what, let's see Vulcan. He got an anvil and a forge producing a cannon and a steam engine. What? Well, there he is. I'll be daggone. What kind of sick guy drew this? Huh. Vulcan. Wonder if he knew Justin Martyr. Go, go, go next one. Go back. Let's go back one more. Then I'm going to open it up. And then we have agriculture with Ceres, the Apostle Ceres. Seated on the McCormick Reaper, accompanied by America in Red Liberty Cap with Flora, another goddess, Flora, picking flowers. Oh, oh, wow. What was it George Carlin said? It's a big club and you ain't in it. And we have been pledging allegiance to this Masonic, demonic, federal government and the man behind the curtain. Wow. George, come on in. Hey, tell us a story, not your life story. Let's run down All it right. quick. Thank you. Um, it's called The Belly of the Beast. I put it in the chat a little while back. That describes exactly what you're talking about with America being satanic from the get-go. George Washington is God. And also, Coach, you can't open... I've been hammering people with that Catholic church. You can't open the thing, the first thing you put in the chat. It's too many redirections. So can you email that to me, please? I don't Thank know you. what you're talking about, but yeah, I don't, first thing I put in the chat. I don't, yes, I will. That, yes, that, yes. About hey, the Catholic folks, church. Folks, listen, listen. Do you understand this? Do you understand that the American government 
Oh my goodness, folks, we've been sold, we've been sold a whopper. We've been sold a whopper. Bar Association, we can go on and on and on. Rochelle, tell us your story, not your life story. Sure. Thanks, Coach. I got uh, three things I'll hit on real quick. About one, two about the Wizard of Oz. Um, you know, Toto, the witch, I didn't recognize this before at all. The witch comes after Toto. Um, think yeah. about that. She foresaw who was going to wow, um, wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Yeah, With her and her catch. flying yeah. monkeys. Um, and then the other thing about the Wizard of Oz, the, the fake wizard, basically, um, he had a way to get away. Okay, so he he was the one making things happen behind the curtain, right? And yep. he feeds into this grand illusion, like the image of the beast. Right. And then he thinks he's got an escape route, but I don't like to tell him he doesn't. And the other thing I wanted to say was when you were going through the people at the Capitol building, the um, Neptune holding the trident, that's called a Vasra. And it is an ancient energy weapon. And it, it mm-hmm. uses what we would understand to be uh, Tesla technology. And mm-hmm. that that's their fire weapon. No wonder um, they didn't want no wonder they didn't want those J6ers inside that dome, huh, folks? Is it making sense to you yet? No thanks, wonder Coach. they didn't want them in there. Gene, come on in, Gene. I got two things I'd really like to bring up about the Sabbath day. What does the Sabbath mean? A period of rest. And I used to work with a seven-day Advent, and he was just kind of pushing it. If I don't worship on Saturday, I'm not a Christian. But in 2 Corinthians, I believe I was trying to find it, and I can't find it. So people, please check me out on this. I'm just saying, Jesus is our rest. Jesus Christ died, and he is our rest. And then Paul talks about these things that we start arguing about. He says, do not let people judge for the meat you eat or the day that you keep. That's right. I'm, I'm with so, you, Gene. I'm with you. So, anyway. Well, I can tell you this. It sure as hell ain't Sunday. <laughs> well, then it's every day. It's, it's every, day. every day. But, every day. I mean, I'm not here to argue. No. I, I'm, and Jesus I may be wrong. And please show me. He but, is our rest. He, he is our rest. Right? He is our rest. Jesus Amen. is our rest. But anyway, Amen. about God. And, and Michelle, Rochelle said something about the Wizard of Oz is so much, and she opened up my eyes about something because I've heard years ago about the Wizard of Oz, how it was telling us, foretelling us how our government is working. Amen. But, but anyway, God, when we say in God we trust, what God are we talking which about? Which God? Which God? Right? Yeah. Which God? Which God? Yeah. Which God? And we as the church is thinking it was the God we worship, but is it? Well, we think they worship the same God as us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No wonder they made a separation between the church and the state. Randy. Yeah. And coach, we have to see, we have to see what's operating through history, through time. Everywhere the kingdom went. Everywhere we advance the kingdom, and hey, God used the Vatican, I mean, the, the Catholic Church. Don't don't get me wrong. He did. He took the gospel there, even though it was watered down here and there. He took the gospel of Christ to the world. But everywhere you go, they built a monastery or some kind of cathedral there, and they put all this, uh, this uh, 
these little gods on top of it in, to to dumb it down. Uh -huh. See, there's always that's the proof of there's an undermining going on of the kingdom of God, of the advancement of it. See, going to the capital and seeing this doesn't mean we're captured. It means they tried to undermine what God is doing. So Amen. We, the government of God is real and we need it and the righteous need to take control and, and put it out there. But if we just stand back and say, oh, we're captured. Look, see, there's proof right there. Then, right. then we don't do anything. That's the right. exposition is what teaches us and shows us that we are truly the ones in authority and that we should take it. So it's pretty we clear. Can hide and we, that's the point, coach. I went to Europe, coach. The cathedrals all have these little gods all over those cathedrals. They're everywhere. Why? Because the good people came in and said, we need to establish Christ here. And the Luciferians came right in with them and they undermined them the whole time. That's what always happens. That's nothing new. Nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. Right? Nothing new under the sun. Amen, Randy. Amen. Laura Ann, come on in. Good morning. Um, well, <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, and um, you open up that um, poppy fields of um, opium trail. Um, you know, the shoes that Dorothy wears is implied, and it's been shown that even the Pope wears those red shoes, which implements ruby slippers. The, ruby slippers. the ruby slippers are the children that have been um, trafficked and sacrificed and killed brutally, brutally Amen. murdered. And the other side of that is, is all those little people that they represented that is, you understand those are all the kids that are being trafficked, right? Mm -hmm. And that Glenda, the good witch, witch is looking after them. Well, there's no good witch that's trafficking children, murdering them, and then using their skin to put shoes on and, um, and do all and torture them, you know, and the flying monkeys are exactly that people that have turned into that given their it's right in front of their soul to right. Satan. And they literally put it all in there and what, and then there's one which that's, that's supposed to be worse than the rest. So it's just, it just makes me sick, you know, and I'll leave this, that human trafficking was put out there and following the yellow brick road in here in Chicago, I consistently say there's two, it's Roosevelt Road and North Avenue. I said, those. that's the Yellow Brook Road. And you just think that you're going into the right place and you're not. You're going right into the pit. Amen. 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 I got I got another one for you. Hey, Spencer, I just sent you one. Get it ready. I just sent it to standalone. Myra, quickly. Hello, Myra. Thank you, Coach. I apologize. My hand got stuck. Um, you put in the work to do every show you do, and yesterday was no exception to the rule. It was very well put. You did your research, and I did learn from it. Thank you. Um, regarding what you spoke about today, um, certain men crept unaware. You asked the question, where, how, and fruit? And it is written, Second Timothy 3, 6. Four of this sort are they which creep into houses and led captive silly women laden with sins, 
led away with diverse lust. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you. Amen. That's right. So you sitting down? Are you sitting down? Here we are. Modern American Christianity. And you tell me whether or not this is demonic. Are you, are you sitting down? Because this is probably some of your favorites. These are Christian, what I, superstars. Yeah, Christian superstars. Go ahead. If you don't love yourself and value yourself, there is nothing else in your life that's going to be enjoyable or in the right order. We need to see difficulties in a new light. That person at the office that's against you, always trying to make you look bad, next time they do something unfair, instead of being upset, under your breath, just whisper, thank you, you just served me. You can't reach your destiny without opposition, without closed doors, without betrayals. Why are you upset over something that's designed to move you forward? It may be uncomfortable, you may not like it, but it's serving you. And to um, my hero, that's who I chase. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know, I gotta think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later, this person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25, 10 years later, that same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. I said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. There you go, baby. Your best life now. That's what it's all about. Guys, relax and quit trying to quit trying to push back so hard against the culture and everything that's going on. God's bringing all that stuff in you because He's trying to make you a better person. Go ahead, Roger. Yeah, and the Wizard of Oz. Remember, they the Wizard was supposed to give out three things: <laughs> the heart, a brain, and the courage. Uh, courage. 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 Right there, you have the mind, will, and emotions. Ah, uh, wow. Wow, mind, will, and emotion. Brain, yeah. heart, courage. Great catch, Roger. Oh, I love this show. Jeff. Coach, this Saturday, even if nobody shows up, I'm still going to go up to the Board of Elections, stake that property. I'll do it myself if none show. But I think we'll have a crowd. So maybe change the call to action this week. Just each person, if it's just one or two of you, go to your own county. Licking County, Richland County. Go to the Board of Elections. Instead of picking four locations, just pick one. Hmm. Just everybody go do one. Everybody go do one. That, yeah. That's probably easier than four people doing uh, two uh, or whatever it was. People doing four of them. 22 people doing four of them. That's good, Jeff. Just, everybody just go do it. Just go stake. Pray over. Read those declarations over your board of election. Dale. Uh, hallelujah, Coach. A couple things. Uh, I think Jason Storms and a few of the people are going to be up in Ohio. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Touch base with me. I'll let you know uh, to promote that for you. Also, I'm not. I'm, I, and I'm not sure if I heard you correctly about Joel Olstein's book. Was that your best life or your best wipe? Now I'm not. You know, toilet paper to go. Amen. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh my goodness. Huh? 
um, unbelievable. And think about how in American history, really, we have deified George Washington. Just think about that. It wasn't done by accident, was it, friends? It wasn't. And, you know, it's not very hard at all to find pictures of George Washington wearing his Masonic, uh, what do they call that, lap vest? Those, are th- those, those things are common, folks. And so is it possible that from the very beginning, the American government was hijacked? We don't want to believe that, do we? Apron, thank you, Brian. Huh? Ben Franklin and George Washington. Wow. You want to do something? Google, I don't have time, I'd do it right now. How many presidents were Masons? Is this another religion? Is something going on in Washington, D.C. that we still have not picked up on? One nation under God? What God? What God? And to think about when you go into Washington, D.C., and you walk down the streets or drive down the streets of Washington, D.C., and you look at all these marvelous, this old architecture, it's all pagan. There isn't Jesus Christ. There isn't God. There isn't, there's, there's a Ten Commandments hanging over the Supreme Court with all these other things combined, right? Hmm. Nothing hidden. That will not be revealed. Folks, they've pulled a fast one on us for sure. And the good news is we're waking up to what's going on. We're waking up to it. We're understanding. We're, we're seeing what's going on. And until we understand the weapons of our warfare and those weapons that they're using against us, dare I say it, lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Follow the yellow brick road. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Let me warn you of this. Do whatever you can with it. We are in the financial reset is about to happen, friends. And I'm not saying to try to scare you. But I believe that we are going to see soon mass, mass craziness in our banking system. And I don't know what that even means to you. Or what it even means to me. You could go get all the money that you want out of the bank. You could have piles of $100 bills, and I don't even know if they'll be good. I don't even know if the American dollars, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, know, I don't know how to direct you. But I want you to understand this, that there is a financial reset coming. Why? Because if they do not control America and American dollars, if they cannot break the American bank, which is us. They cannot advance their agenda. It's the heart of what's going on. Always what? Follow the money. Follow the money. He who controls the money controls the world. We know all this, don't we? We know all this. So I would just say wherever you are, be wise where you are right now financially because something big is happening. It's happening right now. See you tomorrow. What a show, huh? God bless you.